Welcome to the Jagoff Hour. Um, this week we had a guest and things went down or something like that. And he canceled like last second. Uh, so me and Izzy, we, we improvise, a.k.a. we goof off and talk some random shit. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast as much as we did enjoy like recording it. And as always, uh, we accidentally messed it up and stopped recording at a part. Um, but yeah, it's an awesome episode. So make sure you like, follow, download, all that fun stuff. But I'm going to shut up so you guys can enjoy. And shout out the boys in Belgium. Because the honey is like being stolen from the bees and that's their food and we shouldn't be taking it. But then what, is, what would you say if I... Like, if you couldn't have any honey for your tea. That's the only reason I use it. I don't know. Put honey on some motherfucking crepes too. I've been dude, I've been I'm not I gonna lie, I've been myself. I've been like drinking uh like just like I'll do like uh a couple tablespoons of maple syrup a day, bro. Like maple syrup and honey I don't know. <laughs> they have honey? No, 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 no. They're, they're both like they're both like chock full of antioxidants, okay. so that's why I mentioned like uh like the maple syrup. But dude, I've been I've been down in some maple syrup. Like like you're supposed to do like a tablespoon of honey a day or a tablespoon of maple syrup because it's like really? yeah, uh, I love my maple syrup. And then uh, yeah, teach us more about bees, bro. Yeah. What's what's the coolest thing you know about bees? bees. Yeah, they're all female. What? Is that true? All honeybees are. Like the ones that go outside of the colony, yeah. Yeah, the work all worker bees are female. Don't touch it. And uh, drones are the dudes, but there's barely any of those because they, their only purpose, the only thing they ever do, is wait for. A swarm so they can go mate with the queen and then the queen mates in the air and she she mates with 15 guys up there when they're swarming but then she don't have to have sex for the rest of her life because all she'd be doing is laying eggs for the rest of her life like they for could... the rest of her life she don't need to have sex no yeah, more. you also have to realize that the queen doesn't live for years it's just like a one and done thing. They only have like it's one still swarm. Bugs life. No, no, they can have multiple swarms. So a, a swarm happens when it is the queen a bug's is life though. Yes. Think about it. Like it is a shorter life. It's a shorter life, but queens live. How long way does longer. a queen live? That can somebody like fact check me on this? Like I don't, I don't know. <clears throat> I just know they live way longer. Hey Siri. But dude, there's a new Winnie the Pooh movie. Yeah, that's crazy. Did you miss that? You don't even care about Winnie the Pooh. I probably heard it. Whoa. Did you see it? He pretends he's hey. all the time every day. That's some blue flame, my dude. That's green, bro. It was both. Green is cooler. I disagree. Then a but blue we're allowed flame? to do that as friends. But like a green flame under a blue flame, the green flame's cooler. Think about it, bro. 
Like when you can see like a green flame, that's way cooler than just like a blue flame. How? Just because like it's cooler, bro. It's it's rare to see. Like the fire has to be hotter. For blue, mm. yeah. For green. Or you just put really? some of them little fucking sprinkly salt like things into the fire and color it. So it's orange, or is it yellow orange? Green, no, blue, green. It's hot enough. It's not. I'm not gonna waste this match. It's okay. It's okay. We'll light this notebook. No. <laughs> I wonder if I could strike this match upon your forehead. I don't think you could, bro. You don't think it's? You think your skin's too soft there on the forehead? Nah, dude. I think I think my skin's too hard. It don't it don't light a pussy ass match. Fuck that match. So the match will just break if I try yeah. to. Yeah. Yeah, probably just snap. Head ass, dead ass, bro. <laughs> Phil told me he had to get knee surgery after I, I took the knee to the head. Oh, wow. Yep. Yeah, that's a wild one right there. Thick ass forehead. Hell yeah. I don't even want it, honestly. This just lasted a long time. It has. I didn't even pack it all that tight or anything. <laughs> I dropped the weed. Oh, yeah. I'm upset we... I, I missed some of that recording. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. That does suck. What? But, dude, welcome back to the Jagoff Hour. So, this is as good as a time to, like, as any... To just like officially start the podcast, but today we have the man, the myth, the legendary. We have the, and I can't talk. Uh, we have pineapple head. We have the intelligent anomaly himself. We have Iz Roosevelt, and we're also joined by the mysterious and magnificent M E G A N Watkins. Uh, and last but not least, we also have from the depths of the Appalachian jungles, we have the man, the myth, El Hawaii. Uh, but yeah, welcome back, man. Uh, Hell yeah. Glad to be on. Yeah, man, literally, bro. Yeah, I, like, I'm so excited. Like, I really get to watch you fight this Saturday, bro. Mm -hmm. That's one thing I keep thinking. Like, it really, like, it's like you to land a head kick, bro. And it's like you, like, I can't wait to see you fight again, oh man. Yeah, it's been, it's been a minute, man. I can definitely need him, but not in the face. It's going to be beautiful, <laughs> yeah. bro. Uh, it would have been ideal if it was Muay Thai. Yeah. 
But dude, it would have been fun if it was Muay Thai. But Glory Rules is okay, I guess. I was really looking forward to elbowing someone in the head, in the head or in the mouth. You know, like it's. It's been a minute. It's been a minute, and I practice Muay Thai every day. It's crazy. Yeah. Was your first fight in Muay Thai? Yeah, it was. My first fight was in Muay Thai. And then you haven't had a single fight in Muay Thai. Yeah, it's crazy. That's so wild. All kind of weird ass rule sets, but they didn't give me full Muay Thai. I, I had I full full Muay Thai. Yeah, all all of them. No, 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 full full Muay Thai, like the last one. Oh yeah, 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 like as Muay Thai as it gets, right there. It really is Muay Thai as it fucking gets, bro. Just randomly, the first time I go to Thailand, that shit was. Is that what is that? What are you burning? Just more wax. Oh, for some... I, I thought it was like a stink bug, bro. Nah, dude. So what are you doing to him? You know, just structural integrity of the... But, dude, what, what are your intentions for the fight? Um, my intentions are to stay long, um, to stay relaxed, and uh, just to have fun. You know, it's been, a, it's been a minute. You know, I'm not putting... Um, I'm not putting weight towards, like, a knockout or weight towards a finish in the fight. Like, I just want to go out there and perform and have fun, you know. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, dude, I feel like you learn so much from, like, a nice, long fight. For sure, for sure. You know, and, and my last couple of fights all went most of the way, mm -hmm. you know. One of them was a finish in the third round, and the other one was a finish in the second round with, like, maybe 10 seconds left, you know? But, uh, <clears throat> either way, it's been a minute since I fought. Like, I didn't go over a year, so I'm just trying to go into it and have fun, you know? That's the main thing for me. Stay long, stay relaxed, have fun. Keep my left hand I'm glad you said that. That's literally the only spot I'm worried. Yeah. I'm anticipating probably like a the guy coming out really heavy first round and then probably gassing himself out a little bit. And bro, you're gonna be landing those nice little uppercuts. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's my that's my shit lately. That shit is so nice, bro. Yeah. Uh it'll be nice to be able to actually crack somebody. Because it's been a while since I've done that, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One thing I love, bro, is, like, you're one of the reasons that, like, you're you're a big driving factor just to get better. Every time I spar with you, because, like, I've got to be in that flow state. I've got mm -hmm. to put myself in that flow state. I can't back down because if I'm, if the long game with you, bro, oh, my God, bro, you are so, like, I don't know, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Uh, it makes me think like after every sparring session, if you look in my journal or anything, mm -hmm. I always reflect about like the time I spend like drilling with you or sparring with you. Um, Hell yeah. Just, I, I appreciate that, man. Yeah, I do. I appreciate that because you like, you have been that for me as well at, you know, throughout my learning and training at Rogue, you know. It was always, I've never like gone into a round with you like bullshitting around, you know. We start off light and we, we're playful in sparring and whatnot, but um, it's still like you have to get, you have to be there. You have to be in the moment, 
when we're doing sessions. Like, it's definitely not a rest round for me, you know? Um, yeah. You, you hold your own in there, and yeah. Bro, I'm excited. I am so excited to see you guys fight. Like, the spinning Jenny was such a... I really hope they have a bigger warm-up area. Yeah. Uh, but if not, it is what it is, bro. It is indeed what it is. Uh, it's going to be awesome. I'm going to buy you a lengua taco after at, like, this awesome Spanish food truck that's, like, right, like five minutes down the street, bro. Oh, hell yeah. It's hope, so beautiful. Let's hope the truck is still at the same spot. It will be. It w okay. I hope so. I should probably research. Yeah. Dude, that's really, like, that's fucking Saturday. Yeah, next Saturday. Probably by the time this podcast will be out. Ow. Yeah. The elbows the door. But, yeah. I elbowed some trees yesterday. Really? Yeah. Fun. Quite fun. Yeah, dude, I went on a four-mile-plus hike with Kane yesterday. Mm -hmm. Like, it was just, like, 4.30, and I was like, Man, I could do something else so I'm not sedentary. Yeah. And I went out and the like the whole like craggy gardens area, like that's all shut off. Mm -hmm. uh, it's been like that like the whole winter. So we just like pull off on like one of these random spots I see cars pulled off of. Mm -hmm. And we just walked the whole way. And then I was like, wow, that was cool. But... It literally just like led to back to the road on the other side and I was like that that was a shitty end mm. and I, I felt like that I could go somewhere else but it started to get dark and then like on our way back it was like dark as fuck and I was like oh shit yeah <laughs> it was cool uh Kane loved it that 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 dog is so thick bro yep yep he's a big boy he my little house hippo yeah, her, I saw that. I saw he posted that. Yeah, that's he's a he's a big boy. That's big, how I introduce him, bro. Big deaf boy. Yeah, my big deaf house hippo. Yep. <laughs> and I, when I went on the hike, I was like allegedly above the influence. Above. Wait. Yeah. Yes, but, you were above, below, you were but above yeah, I was using yep. any kind of influence or having anyone influence you. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. 100%. So, yeah, I am. But uh, there was just like, I ran into so many like random like old people or like people with dogs. Uh -huh. uh, and then like the, the second or third person, I was like really smacked. And the second or third person starts walking by, and I'm like, uh, like, I, I see the dog first, and I was like, am I high as fuck? Because I saw it from a distance, and it looked like a deer. At first, it was, like, really brown and, like, long. And then I looked away, and I was like, that wasn't a fucking deer. And then I looked back as a dog, and me and Kane just are, like, walking towards it. And the dude, uh, the dude is like, is your dog friendly? And we were like, the dude was, like, way far back, and his dog was right here, and Kane was right here. And I was just playing around, because, like, we were, like, really close. Uh -huh. And I was like, I hope so. And then he's like, Oh, come back, come back. He like screaming at his dog to come back. I was like, He's deaf. <laughs> I was just, I literally like I was just messing. And then I was like, Oh wait, nobody, nobody knows he's deaf. That was funny. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> I love having a deaf dog. Yeah. No man, that is that's wild. 
Can you imagine how good the naps would be if you were deaf? Oh, you just can't hear shit? Yeah, no. Just ignore the whole world. Just shut your <laughs> Anytime eyes. you want to. Shut your eyes until you're yeah, ready. No alarm is going to work on you. Like, oh, it would fuck everything up. I'm not trying to be deaf. I won't be able to hear. <laughs> I'd be mad pissed if I was deaf, bro. I'd be mad pissed. I'd be trying to, like, read people's lips. I'd be like, fuck this. I'd be a- <laughs> Have you one of those angry deaf people? Deaf. Just don't want to learn sign language. And so you just kind of like yell at people in a, in a not... <laughs> just grunts. Tone. Disgruntled good grunts. Helen yeah. Keller style. <gasps> no. Huh? But none of people know sign language. I mean, a bunch of Bro, I would love to learn sign language. Like... Bunch of people know it. Yeah, dude, I want to learn sign language bad. Sign language is fucking dope, bro. Sign language is so like, if I could like fluently communicate in like sign language, yeah. bro, like, come on, man. Just like that shit is so smooth. Like when those like pe- like interpreters and shit do it, bro. Like I mean, it's an art. Yeah, it's almost like the finger motions in Naruto. You just do. You're just making some jutsus, bro. I used to do like I used to like train yeah. those finger movements, bro. Every like, come on, week. man. Come <laughs> on. Do you see this? This is dragon right here. No, this is Tyke. This is the sign they use for fireball. They definitely do it with this. Mm. This was, this was like one of the big ones. Uh it did not take two hands for them to do a fireball jutsu. Some of them did. Alright, maybe some people who were soft. Kakashi did it, though. Well, Kakashi's not an Uchiha, and he doesn't... He's Hitake. That he don't have that dog. Fire. He don't, he don't have, have this dog in him. Ability that comes with the territory. But yeah, you know, that's some nerd shit. A whole lot of it, bro. A whole lot of it. And I'm with it. How's your training schedule looking like this week? This week, it's basically all about making weight. I'm going to do like some extra abdominal workouts early this week and then give myself time to like, you know, recover from those just so that the abdominal muscles are nice and nice. Um, <laughs> mostly just for, for taking hits to the body if that's something that does occur. I just want them to be a little extra tightened up. If they you can know. touch me. Well, you know, I got this long-ass torso and these long-ass arms, but it's my body or my head. You know what I'm saying? One at a time. And I'm protecting my head. Yeah, dude, I got long arms and, like, it. Like, I don't know. I feel pretty protected a lot of the time. Yeah, well, you got a much... Smaller frame. Well, not smaller frame, but, like, shorter frame. It's um, weird, because, like... Yeah, your arms are long, but your torso's not as long. But, yeah. So, yeah, Yeah, hey, bro, how did Jessica Andrade get beat last night? By I didn't Aaron watch... Blanchfield? Aaron Blanchfield's, like, good, bro. I know, she's good. She's... But she's 11-1... I mean, goddamn! How'd that happen, Jessica Andrade? So wait, did she just I thought become you were a champ? Going for the title, Jessica Andrade? No, it was a fuck, just a uh, fight night. Who fought last night? 
Aaron Blansfield and Jessica Andrade were the main event. But who else? Uh, Zach Pauga and Jordan Wright. I don't know either of them, really. And uh, James Poges. Again, I don't know. Josh Parzian. Josh Parzian. Some heavyweights. William Knight got beat up. I yeah, saw that he got like death. he got like the most leg kicks in a three round fight. Jim Miller also lost a decision. Oh, that's sad. Against Alexander Hernandez, I think he's good. Like I, I don't know. I don't know shit about shit, that bro. Oh, I'd be watching that, one that, all the time now. That like, card was supposed to be Corey Sanhagen and Marlon Vera with Talia Santos and Aaron Blanchfield. But they got canceled. You said Marlon Vera and who? Cheeto Vera and Corey Sanhagen were supposed to fight. Oh, this was supposed to be that big fight yeah, card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With Aaron Blanchfield and Talia Santos. But both of those got canceled. I guess Aaron Blanchfield took on Jessica Andrade on short notice. And that's how it happened. Um, damn. Prelims were a whole bunch of nobody that I know. Oh, OSP was fighting and he lost. He got knocked out. Crazy. Round one, 49 seconds. That's uh, that's not fun. Ah, uh, damn, dude. I saw, I saw like, uh, Beast Fight For It was last night. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we might see some people that we recognize. Yeah. And there was this, uh... There was this one dude who was at a lot of, like, PKBs and stuff. Uh, and he just, like, I recognized him, bro, and he got, like, starched. Uh, and that shit is just always so interesting. Like, yeah. It, it is interesting. I feel like in, in your, like, first full contact fight, the main thing that you have to be mindful of, especially if it's another debut is that the first round is sometimes like make or break the whole fight. That first round, sometimes, you know, if you aren't aware of it, they're coming out super hard first round. You know, especially most debuts, I would say, come out super hard first round, and then they start to fade. But that that, shit gets so tiring, bro. You have to be aware... Yeah, every strike in a fight is like takes it feels like it takes ten times as much energy as it did on any pad rounds any day. Um it's just it's just that way. But it's bonkers. Like I don't know how you get so tired in like the first thirty seconds of your fight. Yeah. Or like it just sometimes it feels like it's so long mm-hmm. and then sometimes it's all of a sudden it's over and it's fucking wild. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, I, I don't know. So. Like, in the moment, it can feel like a fight is taking so... Like, it is over such a long course of time. But then in reality, it might only be like 8, 9, 10 minutes, something like that. Mm-hmm. And that shit is so wild. I don't know, I'm high as hell. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. No, man. It's It's like that. 
during the fight, it feels like it's a long time. Each round feels like it's dragging on for a long time. But then as soon as it's over, you're like, oh, wait, wait, that was the whole fight? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like it's over? What? Really? And, bro, one of the coolest things that Sansai is, like, after the fights, like, the whole, uh, like, whoever came to the fights, the gym would just, like, get them, like, meals, and we'd all just go eat. Mm. And that shit was so fucking awesome. Yeah. Uh, No, that's cool. Like, after I fought, like, fucking, uh... I feel like that might be a tradition around the world with fighting, though. Oh, absolutely. you, You fight, and then you all go out and eat with your team, like... That seems like something that we do True. after our fights, you know? Bro, you decided I, on pizza. Oh, dude, I love Hungry Howie's. Hungry Howie's fucking got you turned up that night. Shout out Hungry Howie's, bro. Yeah. Come on, man. The deals at Hungry Howie's was too fucking good. <laughs> that's, uh, that's what gets me through the fight. I'm like, I gotta be strict so I can have Hungry Howie's after. Yeah. <laughs> This is all for Hungry Howie's. Hungry Howie's and I'm sweets. I'm coming for you, Howie. Bro, me and Sam ate some good-ass yeah. sweets. At, like, we went to just a random 7-Eleven right after our last fights. Like, Sam, uh, it was his first... Wait, was it his first? I think it was his second PKB. Uh, and he, he ended up got, getting to fight like for one of their belts, like the PKB belts. Mm-hmm. And he, like, starched two kids in a row. Oh. And it was wild. Uh, and it was so clean. Like, shout out young Sammy. Uh, and then, like, right after that, like, me and... Uh, who else? Me and Deuce. Me and Deuce fought uh, that Saturday. So, like, right after. And then that night, bro, me and Sam, like, drove to 7-Eleven. Because, like, I just really wanted fucking donuts, bro. And... Uh, we got some beautiful donuts and they were, they were the best. They were like cookies and creams donuts and they were like the best donuts in the world. Out of the fucking 7-Eleven, bro. Or was it a circle? It was a Circle K. 7-Elevens were the shit in Thailand, though. Like, really? you could live in 7-Elevens. Hmm. Like, uh, their 7-Elevens were so much better, bro. Never really seen... 7-Elevens be the shit. They are in Thailand. They have everything you need, bro. They got betadine iodine in case you need anything like that. Like, to clean infections, they have fucking uh, shampoo, conditioner, Detol, which is like an antibacterial soap used for, like, jujitsu. They have pins, really cool pins. They have toilet paper in case you need toilet paper because most people in Thailand, or not, I can't say most people, just a lot of people in Thailand don't use toilet paper. Uh, what do they use? They use like a, I, I think it's a called like a boudet, but it's like a, a I don't know what the fuck it's called. It's, what a name. It's like a hose, not really right next to the, the toilet. And people just, like, I was hanging out with one of my friends and I was talking to him about it. Like, one of my first few days, uh, he bought me Pad Thai. Like, shout out Sam. One but, of his first few days, he learned about boot days. Yeah, because I saw the host sitting next to him. And I was like, what the fuck is that for? You spray your booty hole with it. I just thought, like, I was like, I just thought it was like, if you needed, like, pressure washing. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, and then, like, Sam's like, oh, the bum gun. And I'm like, oh, the bum gun? He's like, yeah, yeah. 
So he's the fucking best, man. Uh, <laughs> uh, he says, it's the fucking best, man, because toilet paper is one of the most expensive things out here. It is, bro. It really is. And he bought me pad thai that night. It was delicious nice. pad thai. And then... You shit all in the bathroom and sprayed your booty hole. <laughs> sure. But... Yeah, it's like a hose. It's like a hose that you just like pull the trigger and it's the bum gun. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's just the bum gun. Like you blast your bum with it. Oh, way. Uh, but I, I fucking, I get toilet paper at 7-Eleven. But 7-Eleven, bro, you get like protein drinks, you get snacks. You get like, you can get meals in 7-Eleven. You can like, bro, you can live in 7-Eleven. <laughs> Sunscreen. Uh, what else do they have? Vitamins and shit. Every day I was going to a 7-Eleven. And, like, dude, I fucking, like... I can't wait for the smoothies, bro. Nice. Yeah. 7-Eleven is nice. In Thailand, especially. Shout out 7-Eleven. Shout out Thailand 7-Eleven, I suppose. I'm telling you, I bro, it's, it's the shit. It's better in Thailand, but I'm probably just you. because... Bro, it's this shit. Like, they have, like, a whole aisle of, like, Thailand pastries. Hmm. And just, like, random, like, European pastries. So, I, like, just tried random pastries and shit. Uh, and then, like, I was just trying to get, like, some bread for my tuna one night. And I grabbed one of the pastries thing, and it was, like, a croissant or something. And it had, like, uh, fucking just some random shit inside, like, coconuts. Uh-huh. And it was, like, it was fucking weird bro so fucking weird no it was like a coconut pulp it was like a sweet on the inside it was fucking weird and i ate it with tuna because like i didn't know and then i was like is that fucking coconut and then i looked at the bread bro uh like it's so i want to learn thai i want to like learn how to read thai yeah so i can just like bro hell yeah <laughs> yeah, dude. You probably make anything. <laughs> I remember, like, I would compare, uh, like, the nutrition facts on the back of the bottles to look for protein in Thai, uh, to see how much protein it had, and then I'd figure out which one was sugars just by, like, comparing different bottles. And they, they had, like, a weed drink down there, too, that I got a couple times, and it was... A weed drink? Yeah, like a weed drink. Oh, yeah, because the weed's legal down there now. Yeah, it got like as soon as it got legalized, like places just sprung up everywhere. Well, I'm sure they were waiting. Yeah, shout out weed in let Thailand. Me, let me launch my business when it's all of a sudden legal to have it. Yeah, yeah. of course. <laughs> you can't really do it when it's illegal to have it. It's fucking dope, bro. Like, in the city, like, because I, I stayed 40 minutes outside the city, but you could, like, just walk down the streets, walk into a weed shop, and it was, like, clouded up, and, like, guys were, like, smoking, chilling on a couch. Mm. And so I think, uh... Ooh, imagine how our lounge, cal- lounge cafes are going to be. Oh, they have those in Thailand, bro. They had, like, cat What's cafes and shit, again? too. So you have to wait to take leather the mold hard. out until it's solid? Until it's leather hard. What is leather hard? Le- Tell leather people what leather hard is. 
it, it's this is when it's still it's still wet, but it's one piece. So it's taken its so form. Can, yeah. But it's, it's basically still dry, but it's still. Okay. See, I didn't know what that was. That's what I'm saying. Nobody knows what the fuck leather dry is. That's some nerd shit that you know. It's, this is over dry. So we're playing with pottery right now. That's yeah, actually pretty cool. That. You want me to break it? That was going to be the bottom You of said the no? Mm -hmm, yeah. You said I can? Yeah, go ahead. Break it. Break, break it. it. Yeah, it broke. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> and then you can still take this broken piece of a failed bottom of a cup and throw it in the recycle bucket. Yeah, where I it then needs it needs yeah. to be broken anyways, so you need to smash it's, all the shit up. It's before yeah. that stage. <laughs> Tell the people nice and loudly how you recycle clay. Okay, so I have my uh, I start from a block. You have the new clay, right? And then you throw about a pound. If you want to do it on the wheel or. Use slab work, whatever. You use your clay for whatever, and then normally it's gonna be the scraps of what you use. You could try to salvage it, but once it gets too dry, it's over. You need to make it dry all the way, or have like a big batch that's the same consistency and get it all wet. So I can take that pile dry rocks let it soak in a bucket and it'll suck it up and then have to stir and stir and it turns into goop <laughs> in the goop i like yeah. that as a descriptive word yeah goop she, she does have a goop bucket i have a here. goop bucket she has a goop bucket i do Smells great. <laughs> Yo, we got like 40 downloads in Belgium too. Really? Yeah. yeah. Shout out the boys in Belgium. Shout out the boys in Belgium, bro. Yeah. Uh, that shit's bonkers. Uh, it dries out on plaster and then boom, you get to wedge it too. Bro, did you know you like, also don't need one of the fancy sous vide machines to do that kind of a cook? What is a sous vide machine? It's a. Uh, Basically, a machine that will cook your food, your meats, or whatever what? in a bag in water, but it'll keep it at the exact temperature you want. Um, whereas a burner might vary in temperature. I'm so confused. Basically, he's boiling meat in a bag. I'm not boiling it, I'm you're boiling it. meats in a bag. I'm keeping it at like 130 to 135 degrees temperature in the bag for a long period of time. See, now I have to bring the heat back up manually because it's not where I want it to be. And maybe this guy needs to be reset. I feel like I'm learning so much, but I am so confused. <laughs> I'm learning about bees, and then I'm learning about pottery, and I'm learning about, like, a soup whatever you're saying it's not a soup bro it's just a hunk of beef that i am cooking slowly in there and then i'll sear it he's souping it up it's not a soup bro it's in a bag it's separated from a, the water a, a soup bag it's a, <laughs> it's a soup bag all right hey what kind of bag do you put soup in 
What? A soup bag. That makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> a Ziploc. Well, if you have soup, what kind of bag do you put it in? You don't put it in that bag. You put it in the soup bag, Megan. <laughs> put it in the soup you bag. You put soup in a bag. Yeah, I wouldn't bag your soups, people. I would put that in some kind of a container. A Think about it, bro. Lid. A Ziploc is a bag, yes or no? Yes. Okay. In kitchens, they put chili and whatever, like chicken and rice, whatever yeah, 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 soup yeah, they yeah, usually yeah, have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In they a put vacuum it seal bag. In a bag. Which is a little bit different. So what kind of bag is that called? <laughs> a soup bag, motherfucker. <laughs> I will hurt you with this. I'll, I'll block it, bro. So I got a hog right here. Come on, man. Come on. <laughs> Come on, bro. Don't play with me. I'm going to put my hands down. I actually get cry chopped. <laughs> Motherfucker. Dodged it. Didn't almost, even touch me. Almost took his ear off. <laughs> I dodged about? it, bro. That's not true. That's, that's, just, that's just untrue. Sweet El Hogwash. 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 Hogwater. Hogwash. Okay, stop it. Sweet El Hogwash. Okay, Hogwash. Yes, indeed. A whole lot oh, bro, you're gonna get like a fresh haircut before the fight. I'm planning on just getting the sides cut off and mm -hmm. then like to braiding it. Some that'd kind be of cool. Way. Yeah, I'm getting a haircut tomorrow, bro. My my little Jufro's going crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's fucking long kind of, right now, yeah. bro. It's fucking long right now. Where do you go to do your hair? I go to a barber shop. I go to a barbershop. They do me right, bro. Uh, it's it, it's some kids that I went to high school with, mm. and they do me right. They shape me up pretty good. Not as not as uh, bro. The the dude in Thailand that gave me the free weed when I went in there to get a haircut. Mm -hmm. He shaped me up nice. Really? Yes, bro. It was, I think it was like one of the best haircuts I'd ever gotten. Like right before your fight? Yeah. It seemed like you had gotten a fresh cut before the fight. I was like. Hmm. Yeah, dude, and it's been like, it's been uh, well over a month now, and my little froze everywhere. Hell yeah. Yeah, dude, I want to look sharp. I'm going to look sharp as fuck. I love getting haircuts, and like, before fights, that's like one of my favorite things to do. Like, just to yeah. get a haircut. Get a fresh cut? Mm-hmm. Hey, feel better? Wow. You feel better, you perform better, bro. Yeah. That's what we were gonna say. You look better, you feel better. You feel better, you fight better. Or you play better, whatever your sport is. You know? Most people just play better. Because that's the safe route. Ooh, what were your intentions for the fight again? I I, I forgot. Like, I know you told me... To have fun. Have fun, that's it. That's pretty much it. Stay long, have fun. Keep that hand up. I know what's coming. It's okay, cool. Have you seen this guy fight any or no? Not really. Yeah. He has a couple of clips, but got a decent record. He's three and one. That shit's nice. That's he's not a bad fighter. Yeah, he's three and one. I think he's got two knockouts himself. Oh, that's fucking lit. Yeah, so it's cool. It's gonna be a good fight, man. It's gonna be a nice fight. It's gonna be a really good fight. I, I really like, I'm really excited to see you 
go out there and perform. Mm -hmm. uh, that shit is such a highlight. Like, dude, I really like. I get to go see Rod Tang, and then I get to see my homies like, just literally like do what they do. Oh yeah, shout out Rod Tang. Shout out Rod Tang. Shout out Rod Tang. I gotta do weigh-ins and shit. Yeah, no worries. Yeah, no. Rod Tech ain't even that cool. Alright, yeah, I mean, he's cool. Not that cool, though. The Anomaly's performing, bro. I'd rather be there. I feel you. I'm literally, like, I, I can't wait. Like, just the way the timing works out is perfect. Because the seminar ends at, like, 4. We might get out of there at, like, 4.30ish. Mm -hmm. And then, like, 2 hours. That's 6.30, roughly. And then... The show, the doors open at six, fights start at seven. Mm -hmm. And then you guys aren't even the start of the card. Mm -hmm. So I don't see any way like, I- But you never know what might happen. True. Yeah. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna be there before the fights start and I'm fucking excited, man. Oh, yeah. Like just the way the timing works out, like I was able, I don't know. Like I, I can't wait to see you guys fight. That's long story short. Yeah, I feel you, man. I can't wait to fight. It's been, it's been too long for me, man. Like, I don't know. It was like two or three fights that dropped out somehow, and then this one I just picked it up like a month earlier than the fight that I was anticipating, the fight that we were both anticipating, and we talked about on the show. So now it's it's finally real. It's finally happening again you know it's a week out now if, if the card drops that's some wild ass shit you know if the fight drops out it happens but that's wild you know so uh yeah i'm just excited to go out there and perform again like you said it's been a it's been a minute exciting as hell bro yeah like especially when you i don't know it like with that last week before a fight, that's one of the my favorite weeks ever. Yeah, I feel you. Because it feels like your body's really dialed in, your mind's like getting dialed in. Yeah. And it's nest like I don't know. I eat well in the, like the last few days before I fight. Yep. Yep. I don't know how Deuce does it with the the whole not eating the day of the fight thing. Mm. You know, that's no. not me. I can't. I can't. Or do Phil. It. Yeah, I can't do it, man. Like, I have to, I have to, you gotta have energy, you know? I gotta feed my fucking body. And after a certain point, I've been trying to gain weight. My body's, like, programmed to... Crave food. Crave food, you know? So, that's the only thing. Like, I get it. If you have to cut weight, that's one thing. If you have to do it for a weigh-ins, that's one thing. But we got day before weigh-ins the majority of the time. So, it's not like that. You can eat the morning of the fight. And then your fight's not going to be till 8 o'clock or something like that. Yeah. So, I don't get it the way that Deuce does it. But, I mean, his, his routine works for him, you know? I like to have, like, a light meal and fucking still follow my same daily routine almost uh, same routine absolutely yeah. that's I think that's uh, I don't know I 
did Conor McGregor, like, I feel like Conor McGregor was on that type of shit. Like, he didn't what? eat the day before the fight. That sounds familiar. Um, I can't do it. I, like, I love my food. <laughs> if, if I'm not fueled, bro, I'm not fueled. And my belly, if I'm, my belly's happy, I'm happy and I can perform well without thinking too hard about it. Uh, because when you're having fun, you're, you're, you really can't be beat. Yeah, that's when, when you, down when you're having fun, when you're in that flow state of mind, you really can't be beat. And it's all about like whatever works for you, uh, what gets you there. Yeah. And I, I respect the way that Deuce does it too. He has it down now to where he has an exact routine for every fight. And I understand his fight day routine not being the same as an everyday routine. You know, it makes sense. It's not the same as every other day. Uh, but still, just feel like most of the time, you should eat some shit. Unless maybe you're going to fight fucking... I'm not saying, yeah, don't go to the back to the locker room and start eating meat sticks and bananas in between two fights. It was fuel to refuel my body. I understand, I understand, but don't eat 20 minutes before your fight or anything like that. Don't eat a fat-ass meal on the day of the fight, you know? It's probably going to slow you down, but eat something. You got to give your body energy for sure. And I, what I did was right for me. You went to the locker room after a fight that you had just won. Yes. A very hard fight, if I yes. may say so. So I needed fats and carbs in my body. And so he went directly to a bag of meat sticks. And I ate some meat sticks. And he started munching on the meat sticks. And I ate a banana. And went for a banana and ate a whole banana. And I drank a bottle of water. Maybe Which, two. Which probably should have been what you went to first, was just the water. But it did fine. You did fine. You did better in the next fight, you know? So it worked out. Because I had the meat sticks and bananas in my belly. And because the guy was significantly less jacked. And <laughs> the first fight, it was just shaking up the cobwebs. and I feel you. Fucking, uh, I ate a fucking... $50 seafood buffet the day before. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes. <laughs> we really went to that's a seafood where, that's buffet. That's where my parents took, uh, took me when we, when I won my fights. Yeah, right. Isaac fought the day before me, and that's where we went and ate right after his fucking beautiful performances. Yeah. And knocked one dude clean out, and then the other dude they counted as a TKO, which was whack. Well, it was like 10 seconds left in the round. I had... He had given him a standing eight count for just taking punches and not returning anything. Dude was super fucking gassed, and I think that he signaled for him to call it. Like, when when he was saying, do you want to continue, you know? Yeah. I think he said no, you know? Or I think he was like, I don't know. Like, fucking, I don't know. Um, and then it was wild. But they called it off, you know. But that was his second, his second standing eight count in a row, you know. Same with the other dude. Like, they gave him two standing eight counts. Well, no, they didn't. They gave him a bunch of warnings that should have been standing eights. 
in my opinion. Um, because I was just beating the shit out of him, he wasn't responding. And so they warned him to keep his head up as he was like falling asleep on his feet. No, but like, no. <laughs> no, but he was just getting beat the fuck up, didn't want to eat any more knees to the body and put his head down because it's the amateur leagues and I can't knee him in the fucking head. Um, it's the most retarded thing you could do as a fighter who wants to become like a pro is develop a habit like that when you're taking knees to the body, but, you know. In like the Euro leagues, like UK... Uh, people start out as like C or D class fighters and that's like PKBs and then they go C class, B class, A class uh, and that's how you become professional. Okay. It, it, like it's, it was one of the cool things about Thailand is I learned about like how other countries do that shit. How did they do it in Thailand? Like how? In Thailand your just, record is your record. Your record is your record and... They just presume it's a professional record? Every fight is, yeah. For them, it's a professional fight. Okay. Allegedly. Right? So, have you fought professionally or not? Allegedly. Allegedly. Okay. Right. Uh, which, technically, like, there's no amateur fights in Thailand. Okay. But that makes sense. you can Google it, and amateur fighters can come back and fight amateur still. Yeah. That makes sense, though, because the commission isn't... It's, like, that's their national sport. It's not just a fight down there. That's their national sport. Yeah. And they really, like, just... I don't know. Uh, your record is your record. And in Thailand, like, if you're 8 years old and you start fighting, your record when you're 32 is the, still the same record. Uh, and everybody, like, expects some losses on their record. And yeah. Just like that's how you learn and grow. For and sure. It's really interesting and I don't know. Yeah, uh, I mean it's gotta be crazy to be a kid in Thailand and like riding <laughs> flying around on motorbikes when you're fifteen. Motorbikes to fights just every other weekend. Shit like that. Every other week. Like it's during the school week. Yeah. It's like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I don't, but that's how, that's actually super cool, man. I wish that there was fights more often around here. Mm-hmm. Me it's too. A diff, it's, I think it is a different kind of a ethos in there. Like, I, your fight was a hard fight, and, and I didn't watch any of the other ones from that card, but I feel like in America, a lot of people are just trying to knock dudes, spark out, you know, and there's not so much of, like, a, a starting off with, a light first round, and you know, all five rounds were fucking hard. As yeah, yours were. <laughs> yeah, yours were. I mean, after you like teeped him in the chest face slash neck, chin. It was area. on the chin. It was yeah. like right here, and I did that. And I was like, whoa. Hmm. Because yeah. I saw him get pissed. Like I saw his face instantly change. I was like, oh, that was hard. I was like, ties don't like that. And like one of the big things I was thinking about before my fight is like. I don't want to start by teeping him in the face, but I want to save that. And then I want to shoot it. Mm. Um, and I, the very first teep, I was like, it's going to be high on his chest. And then it was just chin. And I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. And it was just like one of those funny moments where I was like, ah, oh, that shot didn't go the way I wanted it and to. And then the fight was just on from there. 
it was fucking going. It was fuego, bro. Like, yeah. uh, the crowd was going the craziest on my fight, and that's I not bet. me just going, like, it was my fight, but, uh, like, I don't know, it was really cool because people, just walking around, random people were like, yo, and it was really cool because, like, Like, if it was just some random American person that watched the fight, they took a picture, but just other foreigners took pictures, and it was, it was really, it was a cool experience. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, and I was able to go to saunas and get massages and go to the pharmacy and get medicine and, like, anything I needed. It was, I just figured out how to, like, get it through to a Thai person. Mm. And once I figured that out, I was good. Hmm. Interesting. I definitely want to go to Thailand one day. I'll be there for a few months soon, bro. Yeah. Well, a record in... That's crazy, though. The, the matchup still, like, was a dude with... It was a massive a mismatch. A shit ton of fights, and then you with, like, four. Yeah. Yeah. That's a crazy matchup to have had. But, um... That's... I was about to say, like... 4-0 would be like a tiny little record in Thailand. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You would think, anyways. You would think they'd be matching you up with other dudes who were 4-0. He might have put, like, these... I was like, it'll be my fifth fight. I'm 4-0. He's like, yeah. oh, you have four fight? And he, he probably put 40. Uh, or yeah. something like that, to be honest. Because I could totally see him doing that. Just being like 4-0 instead of 4-0. I see. Uh, but, yeah, dude, I somehow, someone ended up fighting a guy with 200 fights on, like, a week a week out. Because, like, the week before I left, uh, I was like, damn, what am I going to fight? And people were like, aren't you supposed to fight soon? Are you leaving soon? And I was like, yeah. And they're like, oh, just remind them, remind them, let them know, let them know. You got to tell them you want the fight. And then I told my coaches again, I want to fight, I want to fight. And they were like, oh, you want to fight, boy, boy, boy. You won't fight. You won't fight. I'll go to 10. Go to 10. And then I go over to 10 and 10's like, oh, you want to fight. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, oh, go to Poye. Go to Poye. So I go back to Poye. <laughs> I'll be like, 10 said I can fight. He's like, he's like oh, you can fight? I'm like, yep. And uh, they're like, oh, I got you. No worries. And he texted a few people, just asked some questions, yeah. texted more, and then... Yeah, that was it. I had a fight the next week, literally seven days out. Hell yeah. It's fucking dude. lit. Yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I got out of the fights, the coaches, like different coaches were talking to me. And one of the coaches that was talking to me, uh, his name's like, uh, that's Crew Lop. Mm-hmm. And I really like that dude. He's one of the twins with like 150 fights, like one of the head coaches over there. Damn. Uh, and he's like more of like a kicker and he wants to teach me to like use my kicks better. And, and he was like, oh, you, you do this really well, but you like this too, don't you? And I was like, yeah, yeah. Uh, because he was like showing just knees and clinch and it was really cool. Like I have a fucking personal with the dude I mainly worked with recorded on my phone, Borapet, Borapet 10. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. And he was, like, the dude who took care of me before the fight. And if I 
I'd tell him how, how I felt. He'd tell me what I was doing that day. Yeah. And if I was doing knees and runs, he expected me to do the knees and runs. He didn't, like, text me or anything or be yeah. like, yo, did you do this? It was just, like, expected of me. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Like, he told me, like, a couple times, it's, and I just kept doing it. It's been similar like that with my fight camp as well. Like, the coaches, you get your programs, right? You get your strength and conditioning programs. You get your fucking how much you're supposed to eat down um and you get your coaching but nobody's like holding you up to the strength and conditioning you know like nobody's hitting you up being like hey did you fucking uh did you run today you know so i feel you i get i get that feeling sometimes as well it's not bad it's just you got to be accountable for your fucking self and i love that shit like when they because it feels like they trust you to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't know, dude. Like, just, I don't know, dude. I got to fight in Thailand, and I had a great experience in Thailand. And, like, if you're some 20-something-year-old, or I met a lot of 30-year-old people, like, that were awesome. And older people. Like, I, I met a lot of older people that were cool. I met some Thai people, European. Uh, I say European because they're everywhere. Uh, Australians. Uh, there was one other dude who was from fucking North Carolina. Really? The the two other dudes from America in the camp when I got there. Uh, one name, one dude's name was Nick. He was from New York, and then another dude was AJ, and he's from Fayetteville, North Carolina. Like shout out him. Hmm. What gyms are in Fayetteville? Uh, he go, he says it's mostly like wrestling and jujitsu out there. Makes sense. And that's what, like, kind of gym he goes to. And when he learned Muay Thai, it was in Thailand. So, oh, so that was his first experience with Muay Thai. Mm-hmm. Okay. He spent, like, three or four months down there, I think. Nice. Uh, nice. Nothing bad, no bad habits to fucking unlearn. Yeah. I guess, and he was, it. like, spending money to go, like, personals with one of the best coaches there. That's awesome. Uh, And, dude, the fucking, the personals there were, like, you pay $14. For a personal? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Per personal, per, like, hour. And it was just... For what these guys... Like, I don't know, dude. Personals help a lot. You know what I'm saying? Oh, dude. Yeah. I totally get that. And, like... Especially now. Seriously. As a... As a coach. Yeah. My they next... help you learn a shit ton as a fighter... And as a coach, they help you immensely just as far as, like, the money situation. Because coaching is not a rich man's job. Not at all. Not at all. You don't get rich coaching fighters. Unless, maybe, you get to the point where all your fighters are, like, champions. Then you get something. <laughs> something. But it takes a long time to get money from fighting, bro. Oh, yeah. And, dude, that's really the hustle we be on. Like, we're... One of the things I tell myself is I want to every day consistently act like the person I want to be. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, it's cheesy, but it's like... (laughs) it's, It's really like... If you really want to do it, you have to act the part. You have to play the part. You have to be the part. The more you think about that part, like, 
Uh, one thing I watch a lot is this dude named Earl Nightingale, and frequently I watch his video. Uh, and this dude died in like the 60s or the 70s, uh, and he was just like a monumental like podcast, like radio broadcaster. Broadcaster. Okay. Broadcaster, yeah. And uh, he talks about like the strangest secret in the world is like, if you want to be something, think about it. And when you think about it, you're already better than most people, like further along than they are because you're thinking about it. And once you start thinking about it, you get an idea of it. And when you get the idea, you start to get the picture of it. And you get to start developing it and it becomes yours. And like all you have to do to achieve a goal is think about it. And the more you think about it, the more consistently you will think about it and the more consistently you'll act on it. Like, of course, like it, it definitely requires you to take action. But essentially, essentially, uh, like, if you have somebody to aim for or, like, a position to go for, like, just think about it. Like, what would a UFC, if, if I wanted to shoot for, like, uh, just, like, Alex Pereira status. I look at Alex Pereira and I'm like, what does he do? What makes him like him? What? Right. And I just, I don't know. Uh, I'm high as shit and I'm no. trying to de describe something complex. I get what you're saying though. I mean, you have to act the part, you know. I've been told that you got to be able to dress. If you want, if you ever want to make a million dollars, you have to be able to dress like someone's going to give you a million dollar check. You know, dress the part, act the part, you know, and it's not like fake it till you make it or anything mm -hmm. like that. Just actually prepare yourself for the moment. Become that person. Yeah. Eventually the moment that you're dreaming of is going to probably show up or the opportunity for it is going to show up. And if you're not prepared for it, then it'll slip past you and it'll always be a regret moving forward. But... That's why you just have to stay ready for whatever, you know? Stay ready for your opportunity. Some stoicism right there, bro. Damn, dude, I fucking, I really had some bomb at, was so today on the Jagoff Hour, we were supposed to have another guest, but that fell through. And I, I picked out this really cool line that I wanted to read. Uh, because it related a lot to what we were going to talk about, but I still want to share the quote with you just because I thought it was really interesting. Uh, but the path isn't a straight line, it's a spiral. You continually come back to things you thought you understood and see deeper truths. As weird as that sounds, like it's it's an interesting fucking journey no i totally i get that because as soon as you start to think you know some shit then you know the world slaps you in the face and shows you that you really don't know anything you know and it's gonna be crazy like how monumental people can become when they just keep doing their best even after failures any life putting them down mm -hmm. it's really interesting uh, it's one of the reasons I'm excited for your fight, man. You're a fucking warrior. You're Icy the Anomaly. Is that a marker? What? <laughs> Why is this stuff for a marker, There's bro? There's a marker in the raw thing? 
Is there really? Can you write on it? I just write on the. Oh, that's wild. Hey, bro, I need you to come on out of there, please. Yeah, there we go. That's fucking bonkers, bro. I was bro. trying to unscrew it, and it just showed me there's a little marker dude in there. What the fuck? This shit is so cool. How much did that cost? Bro, I don't know, like, three, five, well, four dollars, probably. Like, I don't know. I bought. Shout out that little raw cone maker. Yeah, bro. For tobacco. Or, you know. Or herbal arrangements. Yeah. Yeah. Because it was Valentine's Day, so herbal arrangements. Yep. I'm using it for my fucking, you know, statewide fully legal marijuana substance. CBD. Yeah. CBD. Still marijuana. Yep, uh, CBD. It is. 48 state legal. Bro, we really, uh, you, I fucking, I smoked weed next to the fucking courthouse, bro. In Thailand? No, here, in Asheville. Yeah. Because yeah. they don't give a fuck. Nah, dude, we had that huge, like, weed festival, last 420. Oh, uh, yeah. They don't give a damn. We don't give a Yeah, dude. We were, my brother, he was like tripping balls. He took like multiple tabs of acid. Oh. And he was walking around with a big Gandalf pipe, just smoking bowls of weed. Kind of a Gandalf pipe. That's a Gandalf pipe, bro. That's, it's not like a traditional, like, but it's a fucking, like, oh, that's a pipe a wizard would be holding, bro. Come on, man. It's glass. It's a pipe a wizard would be holding, bro. A pimp wizard. Oh, Call it a wizard. It's, glass. A it's glass. Yes, a wizard. Pizzard. Or a wimp. Jesus de Cristo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> something like that, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Factual. But we were literally like. We were smoking weed next to the courthouse in Asheville. It was fucking bonkers. Yeah, like they actually defunded the police here. Like anybody that heard that on the news, it happened in Asheville. Oh, it's been happening, bro. Like, like we don't got police no more. There's like one guy. There's a few, yeah. There's really a few. And it feels like most of them are in the courthouse. <laughs> yeah, probably. Uh because it's like a really tough like job. Mm-hmm. And for the people that do it, good for them. Uh, I used to want to be a police officer. What happened to that? They defunded the police. Oh, wild. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, because I remember, like, we have a lot of police officers at Rogue. Mm-hmm. Or have at least, like, we've had a lot of them come through as well. Yeah. And they talk about how, like, little the police force in Asheville was. And it's fucking bonkers, bro. But I guess to end this podcast on a good note, uh, because this was a random-ass podcast, bro. It's what we do. Yeah. Uh, we yes. make the best use of the time we can because it is what it is. It's uh, all the time we fucking got. So. Yeah, bro, and if this could make somebody laugh or smile, that's that's all we really need. Uh, if you guys enjoyed the podcast, like shout out you, shout out the boys in Belgium. If you make it this far, I'm I'm impressed because uh, our topics definitely got derailed today, but always. 
<laughs> for the sake of setting a habit, we still did the podcast. <laughs> for the sake of setting the habit, we still did the podcast. I like the way you put it. Uh, shout out to Jagoff Hour, bro. And if you found any value, shit, share it, download the episode, like, do something, bro. Vasoyal uh, Hagwayer. All right. The moral of the story is go learn something new. It's exciting. Go do that. <laughs> yes, sir. Yep. But I hope this was either like a good start to your week or good end to your week whenever you're listening to this. And any last messages, Isaac? Um, yep. Have a good one. Yep. I'll see you. <laughs>